Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm Nicholas. I'm joined by always getting his trophy stolen, Jeremy. And through a no-hitter but still lost, Justin. Story of my life. Uh, did you hear about that today? I did. Just, just, just happened, Jeremy? No. The Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Reds, who I believe Justin and I discussed on last week's episode, or at least maybe outside of the recording, um, are off to historically one of the worst starts in Fran- in baseball history and they just took two and they just took two or three from the brewers yeah that's crazy um there's the sad emoji they they managed to throw a no hitter today which is pretty impressive for a team that is nine and 26 but they did something that only well they're the sixth team ever to do it um throw a no hitter and still manage to lose (sighs) so how, how does that happen um in the eighth inning, they walked the bases loaded. So they walked three guys on, and then the next guy up hit into a fielder's choice. Okay. So it didn't count as a hit, but the run scored. one nothing. It was at Pittsburgh. So Cincinnati came up, didn't get do anything in the top of the ninth, game over. So it, it will not go down as an official no-hitter. Um. Because that's just how your season's going. That's uh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's shitty. <laughs> yeah, that that's that is uh you know that that's how life, life as a Reds fan. I I mean I do feel bad for the Reds. Did I mean I did we talk about this on the podcast last week, Jeremy? Just like hating on the Reds or well, being not a Reds necessarily fan. hating on the, uh, being a being a Reds fan. Not or, that I really recall. Um, okay. I, I just I'm asking you because you're the one who was forced to listen to what Justin and I talked about. Yeah, it just uh, all starts to blend together after a while, though. But I but I don't remember what we talked about when we weren't recording. So <sighs> the Reds, like I said, are nine and twenty six. It's one of the worst starts in Major League Baseball history. They have just an absolutely pathetic team. It's no fault of the guys that are on the field. They are doing the best that they can. It's not like the players are the ones to be blamed here. Uh, But the fans are showing up wearing the paper bags or just not showing up. They have one of the worst league attendances. And the fans are are rightfully upset uh, because, what, two years ago they were in the playoffs, three years ago, just recently. I mean, they they had what looked to be a pretty decent team, and then they just started selling out from underneath them. Or, you know, um, and so the general manager of the team was, I can't, I'm not going to, I can't quote him exactly because I don't have it in front of me, but basically the, the reporter was like, what do you, what do you tell the fans when you are clearly not trying and you're not putting anything on the field? And he goes, well, what are we supposed to do? We, we, you know, we don't have the money, but it, if they keep whining, we might just have to move the team. <laughs> um, how about you sell it, man? Like that's that's I think what you should do. Like clearly, you suck as owners. Like yeah, yeah. Give it to I mean, someone. Is, give it to someone who wants to invest. I mean this this is a conversation that I know we've had on various different incarnations of the podcast or just outside. I truly think there should be a way, and I know there is in in some respects, but when a a franchise is as bad as the Reds have been for as long as they've been, there should be a way that Major League Baseball steps in and goes, you don't get to own this team anymore. You have to sell it. Like, you forcibly must sell the team to somebody else. You know, same thing with football, same thing with basketball. Hockey, like, you know, if you have an owner that has no interest in winning and no interest in putting uh, at least a competitive team on on the field, like they should be forced to sell. 
That's fair. That's, I do. I do like that. I know basketball has the minimum salary cap. Does football have the minimum salary cap? Yeah, there's about minimum in football. Right. So at least. Oh well, and I mean, you look at football outside of Detroit. You have. Um, I say I say Washington. Well, but even them, like I, I mean, in the last like five or six years, I think almost every team has made the playoffs at least once. I mean, look at I mean, you had the Bengals in the Super Bowl this year, and you know, four years ago they were they had the number one draft pick three years ago. So I mean, they were terrible. When, so, were the, I mean, the, when were the Jaguars in the AFC Championship? Oh, I mean, that's been in the last 20 years, but no, I mean, that's been within the last 10, right? Yeah, but I mean, you just, there's more parity in football. And I think it has something to do with the fact that there's a, a salary cap on both sides. You have to spend this much, you can't spend more than this much. It forces them to stay a little bit more competitive. You know, and the baseball owners, the whole thing with the lockout this offseason, the baseball owners have done it to themselves. I mean, listen, I love Mike Trout, and I think he's worth every dime. But the Angels spent way too much money on one player. They're going to spend way too much money on Shohei Otani. I don't want to see either one of those guys play for uh, play with a different uniform on than, than an Angel uniform. But there, just, there needs to be a level where you're just like, no. Like, just no, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. You don't need that much money. Like, yes, we understand that you're good, but you just don't. Like, right. I mean, NFL's the same way with some of their big ass contracts. I mean, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I don't want to see him ever put on a jersey other than a Packer. But at the end of the day, like, you have to be able to put a competitive team on the field. And if you're spending all of it on one player, yeah, you know, they just don't need it. No, and and you do wonder with the Reds, like they're spending a lot of money on Joey Votto, who is an amazing player, possibly Hall of Fame. But how much would they have gotten if they had not signed him to the mega deal? But now, granted, his mega deal is not near the level of like Juan Soto's or you know some of those guys. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I know. I know. If we keep talking about sports, we'll lose Jeremy. So <laughs> he's gonna... he's he's just along for the ride. I'm here. Unless, it, unless it's about video game football, I know he. Uh, is, <laughs> is... Okay, what do we got here? What? Well, what if they would if they would stop cheating in Madden, we wouldn't have to, that big of a problem. That's true. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's just continue on this. Like, let's be mad about everything. World, uh, Jeremy. I know you like Mr. Mayor. Yeah. Great show, right? I yeah, hell it. yeah. Justin, Justin, have you watched it? Uh, first couple episodes. Okay. Well, it's canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Nope. They canceled it. Uh, I have this so week, few interests in life. <laughs> this <laughs> week was a bloodbath when it comes to TV shows. Um, not a lot of ones that we care about. Because like who I I don't think either any of the three of us care about the new Magnum PI. Oh um, no. Yeah, but, I mean, um, Modoc. I know Justin watched Modoc. I liked it. Uh, liked it. Yeah. Canceled. Gone. Uh, should have should have played a new segment of Would You Cancel It? <laughs> um, you know how we've talked about the CW shows and have wondered out loud like how they're still on the air uh-huh yes yeah oh, well fuck. cw fuck. cw finally figured out that uh well they shouldn't be they pretty much canceled everything oh my god uh batwoman Le- legends of tomorrow uh like the 100 like basically everything on the cw network except like the flash and i think lois and clark like basically the cw is just like Canceled. The CW is canceled. Yeah, CW, basically. I guess that because the CW is owned by a bunch of different networks, kind of like Hulu. And I guess some networks are trying to pull out. They're trying to sell it. So, like, basically, it was just like everything is done. Like, they're just, they're done. Is that, uh, I don't know if it's a CW show, but is that Powerpuff show officially done, done? No rewrites, no nothing. It's just garbage. They... 
I just saw recently they're claiming that it's not, but they they they're like they said that the pilot was so bad that they had to reshoot it, like completely from the ground up. <laughs> so it's not, <laughs> but it but it is. And then they were like, "But we'll get back to you on when we're actually going to re- uh, uh, reshoot it and, and film the new stuff." Didn't a couple so, people? Didn't a couple of the actresses pull out? I know. I think at least one of them did. I think Donald Faison, who was also supposed to be in it, I think he pulled out. But I think he pulled out to go do Legends of Tomorrow because um, he was Booster Gold for like one episode on Legends of Tomorrow, and then they canceled that show. So he's probably available again. <laughs> Oh, Donald Faison. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. If you if you want to watch, if you want to see the bloodbath that was network TV this week, go go to whatever website handles that stuff. And like, yeah, it it's bad. There's a lot of network shows that got canceled. Um, TVbloodbath.com. <laughs> you know, there there should be one, but I, I don't think there is. Um, See if that's available. Well, this is half good, half bad, and Jeremy, you're gonna have to tell me uh, what what your feelings on it is. Okay. Gotham Knight, Gotham Knights, getting I, ready to getting ready to come out. Yeah. Um, but the Xbox One and the PS4 versions have been canceled, so it's only coming out next gen. Okay. <laughs> So, so me, with, me, me with the PS5, I'm right. okay. You got the PS5 and you got the Series X. Yeah. You guys get to play Gotham Knights. I don't have one. <sighs> because when I was given the opportunity of buying a Series X or buying a new laptop, I chose the podcast and I bought a new laptop. Oh, what a fool you've been. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, I I don't know. Is it have has the next gen consoles been out long enough now that we should be living in a world where big games like that are not on the old systems anymore? Have they been out about a year? Yeah, because I remember the PS Five coming out around Black Friday, which be November. Yeah, they might be out for about a year now. Maybe. I don't think we're at the point where we should be not doing anything on PS4 or Xbox One. Well, because I, yeah. I remember the whole reason I bought the Xbox One or was given the Xbox One for Christmas was because, uh, well, another Batman game with Arkham Knight. It was like, I can't play Arkham Knight. I want this game. so And then, so... Somebody gave my wife gave me the Xbox One for Christmas that year, and I was able to buy Arkham Knight, and Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, whatever Tomb Raider game it was. Yeah. Looks like uh, looks like I'm gonna have to do the same thing. Find the <laughs> so maybe maybe this year for Christmas I'll get a Series X and finally be able to play Gotham Knights. But they need to stop making Batman games because then you gotta buy the new systems. <laughs> or, they, did, or, they did that with Batman VR too. Yeah, but I never played that one, or nor did I ever care to because I have no interest in VR. Yeah, VR is fun. I you know. I I well, I feel like there's a reason that uh VR does not get the, the support or did not get the support that it you know a lot of other systems or other things got. So Xbox never really moved into VR at all. No, PlayStation's VRs. It's got some pretty fun games out on it. But does it it's is it gotten the support that no. Yeah. Not not like not like Oculus and some of the other stuff. Yeah. And Oculus was like smart enough to go in another direction and try to compete with Xbox and PlayStation. So Yeah. All right. Um, how about this? Since I've been just nothing but cancel, cancel, cancel. Let's 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 start it back up on a on a high note. Sonic Three has been greenlit. 
I had a feeling that it would be based on that post-credits scene. Well, based on the post-credits scene and based on the fact that uh, it made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, the the rumor is also that uh, Paramount Network is going to be doing a Sonic series. They didn't say whether it's going to be an animated one like the old Sonic or if it's going to be related to the movies. I think Knuckles is supposed to be getting his own spinoff movie. or as long as, as long as they bring back Jaleel White. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, uh, explain. <laughs> Here's the voice of Sonic in the cartoons. Ah, okay. I did not know this. Oh, yes. Sonic in the original cartoons is voiced by Urkel. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. I never watched the original cartoon. I liked them. I don't. I haven't watched them since they were probably out, so I don't know if they hold up. Like if we went back and watched them again, if we <laughs> think if we would think they were any good. Yeah, they probably suck. <laughs> yeah. but, but, in my, but in my mind, in our mind, it's still a good cartoon. When was the when was the Sonic cartoon made? Um, I want to say early nineties. Yeah, that sounds right. Early, I remember watching them mid nineties. I used to watch them before school when I was a kid. I feel like if it was early mid nineties, I would have. Sonic cartoon. Okay, here we go. Uh, ninety three was the first episode. Lasted for two seasons. Oh, somehow missed that. All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Early early 90s, early mid 90s, 93, 94. So Jaleel White was doing Urkel and Sonic at the same time? And Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Hell of a run. Um, all right, this, this story might be more for me. Uh, I was excited to hear it. Um, I don't know how either of you feel about this movie. Right. Um, uh, have either of you seen This Is Final Tap? Yeah. Yes. Okay. How do you feel about said movie? It's funny. I like it. It has its moments. How do you feel about getting a sequel this many years later? Unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not like, oh my God, I got to rush out and go see it. But when did that movie come out? Early 80s. So you can't, you can't poo poo on uh, Top Gun if you're going to. No, I you know, I'm I'm gonna say the same thing I said about Top Gun that I, uh, what movie did I just put a, a thing on Facebook about? They were doing a thirty year old sequel for. Oh, um, <sighs> I can't remember what it was. I just I, I have it on the tip of my tongue. I can't I can't remember. I mean, listen. Oh, Avatars got to see. Oh, them, that's right? what it was. Yeah, yeah, Avatar. Okay. I didn't see the first one. I see the second one. Uh, I did. I did see Fern Gully though, so I know the story. Ah, <laughs> funny guy. Well, watch Avatar. Live action, live action Fern Gully. Um, I don't know. I love Spinal Tap. I think that's a brilliant movie. Um. Uh, I do wonder though, like getting all of those guys who are, oh man, I don't know how old they are now, but they they are all got to be in their late sixties, early seventies, maybe even in eighties to to do a movie. Um, and they said the and all the original cast is going to come back, like it's it's oh. all them, like they're not recasting anybody. Um, so I guess the idea of it is. The uh, the the band is getting back together for like a final show. Like a this is going to be the last Spinal Tap show. So the director of the documentary is coming back to do a documentary about the last Spinal Tap show, and and I guess the band was not happy about the documentary in the first place, and so it's going to be. But you know, because I know that those guys have done a lot of actual concerts as spinal tap. Mm. Um, 
they did an episode of The Simpsons as Spinal Tap. Yeah. So it it'll it'll be interesting to see. I I mean I'll watch it because I mean it's it's a it's really good. But you know again, Zoolander, <laughs> Anchorman. <laughs> you know there there's not a good history with with comedies of twenty plus years waits in between. Yeah, yeah, it's true. When when did Spinal Tap come out? It, it is Spinal, because I know the first time I saw it, nineteen eighty four. So by the time the movie comes out, it will be forty years old. <laughs> forty year difference. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But whatever. I mean, you know, not going to turn it down. Yeah, I'll check it out. I don't necessarily know that's when I'll go to in theaters, but I have a feeling that's going to be service. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a streamer. I feel like that's going to be an HBO one or uh, or Paramount Plus or some. I don't. I don't think they're going to try to put a lot of money into promoting that one to get people to go to see it in the theaters. Like, right. <laughs> that's that's going to be one where you're uh, surfing through the streaming networks to be like, oh, this came out. Yeah. So I'm, sure, I'm sure whatever streamer gets it will run, you know, a big campaign about we've got Spinal Tap for the final show, you know, yeah, like they, but like uh, like Firestarter came out this weekend and they're like, you should come see Firestarter in the theaters, and I'm just like, why when I could just watch it at home on Peacock? I don't know which one it's on. Paramount or Paramount or Peacock. One of the P streamers that I have. <laughs> why, uh, why would I spend money to go see it? Stream. Just you can just right. P stream it. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about it a little bit last week. Do we get to give a full-on review of it this week? Dr. I Strange? saw it. Okay, I went today. Did you see it? it? Okay, I, I went, and you know, I buy my tickets always ahead of time, like we all do. I think we all do that now. Yeah. Got, got to the theater, went into the show and everything, and there's people in my seats. Uh-oh. And I would probably say, because I went, it was about 11.30 this morning. I would guess 80% of the theater was empty. So at that point, I was like, do I even say anything or do I just pick a seat more in the middle? So I just went and took a different seat. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But, but yeah, I was I was annoyed, but at the same time, I was like, well, there's not a lot of people here. So right. So why bother? Yeah, I'll just go sit more towards the middle on the top. Okay. So I feel like I'm gonna now now that we've seen it, we all three of us have seen it. We threatened last week to give a spoiler-filled review. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Now, from here on out, it's your fault if you hear something you don't want to hear. I, I mean, it's their fault <laughs> if they hear something they don't want the minute they turn this podcast on. That's true. I mean, yeah, we've never been shy about spoilers. Well, I mean, we were a little bit last week, but more out of uh, <laughs> deference to Jeremy than it was our listeners. Oh, I appreciate that. Because I think, I mean, I believe I even said it was like, I would feel bad about making Jeremy listen to all these spoilers when he's editing the episode together. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So my story last week, now I can, I can give a full better version of it. I walk into the, 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 the Burlington theater has the four screens. They have the big screen. I walk in thinking that's the screen that I'm going to see the movie in. Right when Doctor Strange is being walked into the the Illuminati, and Baron Mordo is like Captain Carter, Miss Mar, Captain Marvel, Reed Richards, and John Krasinski shows up, and then they're like, and then you hear the Patrick Stewart, "We should tell him the truth," and then in the yellow Professor X mobile comes out, and I'm like, 
there's no way this they're starting the movie this way. <laughs> Holy shit. No. And I sat down and I had like one bite of popcorn. They cut to the scene of of, of Scarlet Witch and, and Wong talking. And I'm like, nope, I miss some stuff. Oh shit, there's another screen at this movie theater. I got up, I go down to my movie and they're still in the trailers. And I'm like, yep. So the ultimate spoilers, the thing that I have been trying to avoid the whole time for yeah. months, I fucking did it to myself. Yeah, you, you yeah. Walked, walked in on it. Of all the scenes. I, that's... I could not have picked a worse scene to walk into. It yeah. could have been any other scene in that movie and it would not have ruined what it ruined for me. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I have, <laughs> I have nobody to blame but myself. Uh, True. I'm going to see even your cat will agree. Well, she's, biting. <laughs> she's biting me right now. Uh, so, all right. What I mean, I, I, I last week I gave it five out of five. I'm sticking to my five out of five review. What do you guys? Ha- ha, maybe one. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, like four and a half. I would, I liked, uh, I would agree with like what Brian Quinn said on Tell Steve Dave's latest episode where it like, it could have been weirder, but it was still a good movie. Well, I mean, like, I feel like that's as close to a straight up horror film that the MCU is ever going to be able to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, even on the Disney Plus stuff where, it, you know, with like WandaVision or Loki, it got kind of weird and strange. Um, you know, Moon Knight got a little strange there towards the end. I don't know how much stranger you can go and be mainstream. Like I, they can do like, what if you could do like they did the whole zombie episode? Like they, I didn't watch. They, what if? But... Oh, okay. Well, spoiler on that. No, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what if is going to allow them to do some really weird stuff. Okay. Um, but I don't know if, if, being what they are or what the MCU is, they're gonna be able to really get experimental and weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I understand that they need to appeal to yeah, a broad audience, but you know, I uh I just hope that that's not a one and done cameo for John Krasinski. Mm. You know, I, I thought I mean every, well, I mean everybody's been saying he should be Reed Richards for years now anyway yeah i think i heard something that i don't know if it's true or not that he's supposed to be directing a fantastic four movie you know what john watts we talked about that a couple weeks ago john watts the the director of of the spider-man movies dropped out so why not krasinski did a really good job with both of those quiet place movies yeah i don't know where i heard it or if it's true or not but i believe i remember reading that somewhere I, I had not heard that, but, you know, I mean, give him a shot. Why not? Let him do it. I mean, and, and anything you see on anything you see on the Internet has to be true. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. <laughs> so there we go. Um, they did actually come out and say this week that Daniel Craig was supposed to be Dr. Not Dr. Mr. Fantastic. He was supposed to be Reed Richards. But because of the whole pandemic and COVID thing, when everything got rescheduled, this movie got pushed over here and this movie got pushed over there. He couldn't do it. So then they they brought in John Krasinski, which I think is a better choice. I do, yeah. too, especially moving forward. You yeah. Know. yeah. Um, does that mean they could bring Emily Blunt in if he does do the movie? Everybody wants that. They want her to be, you know, invisible girl, you know. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I could because she was originally supposed to be Black Widow. Um, but I can't remember what movie she was on. Got like whatever she got. She was in a movie that got pushed back, and she couldn't get out of it. The contract, so they hired Scarlett Johansson to take her place, and well, clearly that worked out better in the long run. But yeah, at least worked out for Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I don't know how she feels about it. <laughs> I don't know what movie she had been doing at the time. 
I yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was a long time ago, so I don't I don't even remember. You should try to reach out to her and see how she feels. Yeah. The only the only one I'm thinking of that might be around that time was End of Tomorrow. Mm. Tom Cruise one. That oh, was that was a great ride. movie. That was awesome. I do need to watch that. I think I bought it. I think it's down in my basement. I'll see when those two came out if they might be close. But uh, I mean, I I'm I know that you're a fan of the Sam Raimi directed stuff. I I just I saw the I don't know. I feel like if you had not told me that Sam Raimi directed it, and, I, and then I walked out of that movie and they said, "All right, who directed that movie?" I would have been like, God, it feels like Sam Raimi. Like it just not yeah. just because not just because of the Bruce Campbell cameo. I mean, that was a a bigger giveaway. Mm-hmm. But like some of the horror elements, some of the way the the, the zombie Doctor Strange looked. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it definitely felt like a Raimi movie. Yeah, uh, and it was nice to see Marvel like let him do what he wanted to do. I mean, I'm sure they had a lot of input. Like, you know, this is what you can and can't, but like they didn't force characters that he didn't want to use into the movie. Like, cause you, I mean, you go back and you watch Spider-Man three and you're like, you know, he didn't want Venom in that movie. Cause you can tell mm-hmm. like Venom didn't fit in that movie. And it was like, yeah, well he got forced. Yeah. Yeah. It's also good to see uh, Danny Elfman getting some work. Oh yeah, because that guy doesn't do anything. <laughs> Doing the music that was uh, interesting too when they had their little music battle. Oh yeah, what you guys thought of that scene? Yes, that was a little weird. I mean, yeah. not weird in a bad way. I was like, all right, no. yeah. I mean, I like. That's yeah, cool. I gave it five out of five. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I a lot of people are saying that the one Doctor Strange, the evil Doctor Strange, that he did the music battle with. Is the one from What If? I don't think so because um, there's enough different. There was enough differences between the two. Um, it, they definitely kind of were in the same vein, but you know, hmm. what do you think the Doctor? Um, not Doctor. I keep saying Doctor. I just want to say Doctor. 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 <laughs> doctor. Doctor. Oh, doctor. Professor X. Going forward, what does that mean? Where where are we going with that now? Because that is the first time that any mutant has been officially used in the MCU. They still didn't call him a mutant. But, you know, I mean, he was clearly Professor X and had the, the mental powers and was trying to do stuff. I don't know. I hope they start bringing in more of the X-Men. But are they going to be in both uh, multiverse, like our world, or is it just going to be the one multiverse? I, I feel like with the one credit scene where Clea shows up, um, with Dr. Strange, because Clea for, all right, the Charlize Theron character is named Clea. In the comic books, she ends up becoming uh, Stephen Strange's wife. Um, in fact, in the com- in the recent run of the comic books, um, he dies and she takes over as Sorcerer Supreme. So I don't know what they're you know. I, I said, I, but he he's not Sorcerer Supreme. And- no, because Wong is. So I don't yeah. necessarily know if they're gonna stick to that storyline. But I feel like. Because she's also the daughter or the niece, or she's related to Dormammu somehow. The bad guy from the first Doctor Strange movie. And since she clearly also has the ability to travel from universe to universe because of the way she opened that portal, I feel like there might be there might be setting up for another incursion. The that word they kept using. Um because my thing has been with with whatever Thanos did, and now with now with the, the multiverse being opened by Doctor Strange, and the fallout from the Spider-Man movie, and now this one, I feel like at some point the mutants are gonna like 
just fall out of a portal somewhere and just like it's going to shake up everything. I don't know if you do like a final crisis, like to steal from DC and, and you just take two universes and smash them together and go, this is the new one going forward. And then everybody just kind of has to figure out how these two universes work together. You know, it's a way to bring characters back or change characters. Right. You know, so, I mean, if you if you did want to be like, hey, you know what? We did actually want to have Tom Cruise as Iron Man. Here, that's a thing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that they could say, you know, or if Robert Downey Jr. is like, you know what? I'm not done. I, I would like to come back. There, there's now an opening and a legitimate opening of not just going, he's not dead. Yeah, well, this is Robert, this is Tony Stark from another universe. Right. Boom. Uh, he's back, folks. Yeah. So, no, I don't know. It'll be interesting going forward. I mean, they, they, they kind of built themselves in a little, you know, get out of jail free card. Yeah. Because now if they do fuck up, they can just be like, oops. That happened in a different universe. Gotcha, folks. <laughs> yeah. That's a different... Yeah. Right. Are, uh, they, are they supposed to still be doing stuff with Sinister Six? I or don't where, know. Uh, so where I, are they on that front? I, I've i seen some of the set photos of Craven the Hunter. Um, it's That's going to create some problems continuity-wise. Because Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven the Hunter, I, I, if if memory serves, I think that's right. Um, so you're gonna have to explain to Scarlet Witch why her brother is no longer Quicksilver and he's now Craven the Hunter. <laughs> um, different, different universe. <laughs> um, you know, I you are the only one of us that have seen Morbius, right? Yes. Okay. So Morbius takes place in the Venom universe, but not the Spider-Man universe, right? Uh, I believe it's in the Spider-Man universe based on the after credits stuff. I b- want to say it's in the Spider-Man universe. Because the, the after- I would say, do you know what the after credits stuff is in Morbius? No, I don't. And you can spoil that one because <clears throat> it's going to be a long time before I see that. Jeremy, how do you feel about that? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, whatever. I can't remember his actual name. Batman, the original Batman. What? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton shows up as Vulture. Okay. He just appears and he says he's here. He thinks his, his being here has to do with Peter Parker. So okay. he came into this world. So when they, uh, when all the other villains appeared, so did Vulture. Okay. So, so he has a scene with Morbius talking about Peter Parker and Spider Man. Interesting. Because I thought the after credit scene in Venom, there, Let There Be Carnage, was confusing. Where he poofs away? Yeah. Where, where he gets sucked into the. Because clearly that meant to be like when all of the other villains came into No Way Home. Yes. Venom was supposed to be there too, but he instead of going and fighting Spider-Man like they all did, he just got a cabana and got drunk. <laughs> and then, you know, at the after in No Way Home, they sent him back. Right. But left a little bit of the Venom symbiote oh, the, there. Yeah, the symbiote. So I don't know. I feel like there is a way, and I think this is what they're doing. Because that they, they did it with um all the CW shows when they had Supergirl over in one universe, Black Lightning over another universe, and then Arrow, Legends, and Flash over here. They just, they were like, this is happening. And then they smashed all the universes together so that they could all be on the same shows. And then the CW went, you're done. Yeah. And then the, and then, and then the <laughs> CW. Yeah. They, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I was going to make a, a woke joke, but I'm not going to, I'll, keep going yeah so at the at at the end of that one they bring bring in vulture vulture morbius so yeah i mean i i would like to see 
I basically, I would like to see Disney just go, I don't care what it takes, just give us all of Spider-Man and all of Spider-Man back because Sony clearly doesn't know how to do a Spider-Man movie or they don't seem to understand that, like, yeah, Venom is cool, but Venom only works when he's attached to Spider-Man, like, in some form or fashion because two Venom movies have proven that with no attachment to Spider-Man, they're just not that good. Like, Tom Hardy is great as Venom, but the rest of the movie is garbage. Um, and from what I understand, Morbius is not too different. Yeah, it's very dark. Not like in a sense where it's dark, but like it's it's shot, and a lot of the filming is dark. So it's a lot of it's kind of hard to see what's going on with some of the stuff. So, but otherwise, I mean, I don't think it was a terrible movie. Like I said, it's kind of hard to follow with just how. Dark, everything was shot. Um, I, that's how I felt about the new Batman movie. I haven't, I haven't watched that one yet. I have very low expectations. I mean, there are a me, lot of people. It makes me sad. There are a lot of people who really like it. There are also a lot of people like me who go, it's three hours uh, too long. So the like, people who really like it are those like, the younger people where the older older folks like us who have like the original Tim Burton Batmans and I don't know I mean I thought that the Batman movie was was dark in overly dark in tone and in color like it just it was hard to make out a lot like everything was shot in shadow um I mean I all right I like seven. I think seven is amazing. I do. I really think that um, director of seven, whose name is David escaping. Fincher. David Fincher. I think David Fincher is an amazing director. Um, I don't think that David Fincher should direct a Batman movie. Uh, Matt Reeves, who did direct the Batman movie, apparently thought David Fincher should, and decided to pretend like he was David Fincher. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I'm still referring to Batman as Seven Part Two, but this one has Batman. Seven with Batman. Yeah. Um, because Paul Dano was basically John Doe. Like, they called him the Riddler, but he was basically John Doe. Um, Catwoman, in my in my view, served no purpose. You could have cut every scene with Catwoman out of that movie and not changed a thing about how that movie ended. Um, they did so much prosthetic makeup, you couldn't tell that Colin Farrell was Penguin. Uh, <laughs> they got so... they. It was almost like... Other than Batman being Batman, Matt Reeves didn't want to do anything with any character. Like Penguin didn't act like Penguin other than he was a mob boss. Riddler, I would hesitate to say what Riddler was doing was like creating, doing crime and leaving (laughs) riddles. Like it was more just like, you know, like John Doe kind of thing. Um, Was he leaving any trophies around the city? No, I mean, he wasn't leaving trophies around the city and ridiculously unnecessary puzzles to get them. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Catwoman, you could have just, you didn't even have to call her Catwoman. You could have called her anything else. And, you know, because I mean, it, it was just no, like there was no connection to Selena Kyle other than she was kind of, a, uh, you know, a cat burglar. Like she didn't really wear the costume. They didn't have her in a costume. They didn't, you know, I mean, the movie wasn't a bad movie. It just, it was just like, I don't know. It, it wasn't what I want for a Batman movie. Well, how that many movie, stars would you give this? Batman? Yeah. Out of five? Two. Yeah. Okay. Two, eh, two and a quarter. Okay. So slightly below average. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still well done. I feel like Robert Pattinson has promise as Batman because he can do Batman. He did a terrible Bruce Wayne. Just an 
awful Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I mean, like Val Kilmer level bad Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez. That's rough. Uh, I think that, you know, the argument for who the best Batman, and we're going to get to this in a couple of weeks, is ultimately going to always come down to between Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. And because Christian Bale and Michael Keaton are the only two actors who really pulled off both really well. Yeah. Like Val Kilmer was a great Batman, but a horrible Bruce Wayne. <laughs> George Clooney was a pretty good Bruce Wayne, but a horrible Batman. George Clooney was just bad. Um, I mean, the movie was awful, uh, awful, awful. George Clooney, when we have this argument, will be the bottom. Like, no hand, hands down. Affleck, I feel I, it's hard for me to judge Affleck because I don't feel like he was given enough good material to do either one of them. Like, he wasn't bad at either one, but he wasn't great at either one. But I think that was more of Zack Snyder not knowing what the fuck he's doing. Wow. <laughs> Are you ready for all that hate mail to bring come your way? Bring it. <laughs> This hatred you, of Zack Snyder. <laughs> you, you don't direct it all at these two. Justin and Jeremy, they, you know, send it all to me. I will fight each and every single one of you. <laughs> Physically or, uh, you know, in email exchanges. <laughs> Perfect. Zack Snyder is one of the most overrated directors in my, and, you know, I was going to, you know, I can't even say that. I was going to say, you know, he's no better than Uwe Boll, but that that's just me being hyperbolic and being <laughs> being no better than, than the Zack Snyder fans. He clearly knows what he's doing as a director. I mean, he understands composition and he knows how to make a movie. He just doesn't know how to do a... I don't know. Like, Sucker Punch looks amazing. It is a garbage script, but it looks really good. That's what I've heard. Never seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I think he did really well with the remake of Dawn of the Dead. I thought he did. A, I mean, I think that maybe is one of his, if not his best work. I thought he did a pretty good job with Watchmen. Um, but I, every DC movie after Watchmen that he touched has really just the quality has gone massively downhill. Yeah. That's true. All right. So what is what is anybody other than Doctor Strange, what does anybody watch this week? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of a tough question. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of what I've watched. Oh. I mean I was I caught up on Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, What's that all about? <laughs> uh, a, a, it's like a desert area out in, I want to say Utah, where a lot of paranormal activity stuff goes on. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that place. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I was watching that. It's just the season three is out right now, so I'm catching up on that. Is it like a, a docuseries? Kind of. Kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen like uh, Curse of Oak Island or Aztec Gold. Those things where they're filming these people while they're investigating stuff. Mm. Oh, that's why I don't know it exists. I yeah. don't like those like that. Yeah, you don't like your conspiracy theories. <laughs> I mean, I have listened to a couple episodes of Last Podcast on the Left when they did like a three or four part series on Skinwalker Ranch. So yeah. I'm I'm fully aware of what it is and what they claim they see out there, but where they see lights and UAPs. So they don't call them, they don't call them UFOs. Right, because you know, we can't call them uh, that anymore. We don't want to be uh, uncool. Yeah. UA, UAPs. What's UAP? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. 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 <laughs> Uh, oh, I think that's the only other thing I watched. Um, 
Did did any of you see that Lego and Muppets have released? They're doing blind bags for Lego Muppet minifigs. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's I cool. Did, I did not. I, I have eleven of the twelve. Nice. Nice. Um, How I long did it take you? Um, surprisingly, I oh, only have eleven of the twelve. <laughs> I only have five extras so far. Like I've done really good at pulling. You know. Are they have, sold? Are they sold at the big box retail chain? Ah, uh, yes, the okay. one that you work at. I'll have to. I'll have to take a look. Um, yeah, I have. I have three sets of Statler and Waldorf. Nice. So I've got the set for the collection, and then two other sets, um, and then I have one extra Kermit. But you know, All it's right. going to be a lot harder to get them now that I don't have one. Like which which one are you missing? Gonzo. Got it. I've got everybody else. I got uh, I got Rolf and Piggy and Scooter. Animal? No, not Scooter. Animal. Uh, Love Animal. Be- Beaker and Bunsen Honeydew and Fozzie and Swedish Chef. And then for some reason, Janice. That's an odd one to include. Uh, right. So... So, like, you've got the entire Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem band. Yeah. So, Animal, who's clearly, you know, like, the runaway favorite of that whole series. You don't include Dr. Teeth or one of the other guys. You went with Janice. It's, yeah. it's such a, <laughs> like, of all of the extra characters that you have, I mean, hundreds of Muppets. <laughs> like, why not Sam the Eagle or, you know... You know, Walter, the newest one from the last couple movies, like (laughs) Janice, Janice, right? And she was like the first one I opened too, so it was kind of funny. You open that and just just, all right, it's all downhill. (laughs) Can can only go up from here. No, the the wife bought me like eight, and I pulled like seven new ones. Like first, like I only had one extra the first week, so I was like, "Wow, we're doing really well." Gotcha. Yes, I understand that I'm 44 and I'm getting really excited about Lego Muppets, but just deal with it. That's, hey, you know. I I get it. <laughs> I love those minifigs. Yeah, didn't you have a bunch of those like uh, Simpsons and uh, Oh, I was like Was it Mario? I think had them. Mario, I think had some, yeah. And then there was just like a bunch of random like civilian figures at, at right. one point. You, you were really into those for a while. Yeah, I have a bunch of the Simpsons. I don't know if I got all the Simpsons ones or not. I did. I do have a lot of them. Hmm. They're in a box somewhere. But I know where. I know where a good chunk of them are. I don't know where all of them are. That's what happens when you when you move into a house. You just kind of forget where you put things. Yeah, <laughs> it's in a box in the basement somewhere. Then you don't touch the stuff in the basement. So basically, since you moved in, so. <laughs> You want to find one thing, you're like, where the hell is it? <laughs> I started watching uh, Resident Alien, that sci-fi show. Oh, how's that? It's fun. I mean, Alan Tudyk is, is pretty funny. It's I'm only like on the fourth episode, so you know, but it's interesting. It's funny. I so far I'd recommend it. All right. I watched some modern stuff this week. Yeah. Hey, look at you. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I watched. A couple of documentaries, nothing. Yeah, I don't know nothing, why. Nothing too new. <laughs> I always have a hard time with this one. <laughs> I just keep That's... a lot of background noise on throughout my life. I don't absorb but... anything. <laughs> I I find that I've been watching a lot of baseball since I have that MLB package. I feel like I have to, uh, since I'm I'm paying the 150 for the year. Like I feel like I have to watch at least part of every game that I can. So you know, yeah, not a, a lot. You got you got to justify it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I did get to watch a lot of that no hitter that Reed Denmers threw this week, which that was one an actual no hitter that the Angels won. Un- yeah. Unlike the the Reds, who threw one and lost. <laughs> yeah, I watch a lot of documentaries. 
and stuff. I, I know that just see that's why I should have started with the joke uh, uh, about the Bucks, but I didn't know how how painful Justin was feeling. Oh, they so terrible. They're they're three point shooting absolute garbage. Worst that- in, worst in a long time in the playoffs. Was that not having Chris Middleton? I don't think it was not having Middleton. They just couldn't hit anything. Well, I mean, you know, just the last two games, like, was it not having Middleton there? Was that? Uh, no, they played poor defense the last two games. They left a lot of wide-open three-point shooters for Boston. And then even, like, without Middleton, they're physically bigger than them. And they're not attacking in the paint. They're not using Lopez. Giannis is, for some reason, still shooting threes. Well, this goes back to a lot of the complaints that people were having about Budenholzer before they won the title last year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I know that he won the title and that's going to get him a couple of years, but is this one of those, like, he accidentally won the title and now you're going to be stuck with him for a while? I think so. Okay. Because, I mean... That that was like when Mike McCarthy accidentally won a Super Bowl and you guys were stuck with McCarthy for a ten decade. Years, yeah, ten years too long. What's up, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would have lost if they would have let me have locker room access, so I could have really rallied these boys. I think <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would have really pumped them up. <laughs> the- you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what joke we're trying to go with here. But it's not a joke. I'm just telling you. I don't either. I really would have just fired them up. I think they would have actually won the game. The one, the one big problem I always had with the Celtics, even watching the whole series, is man, like every play, one of their players is on the ground. I've been seeing that. I, I'm. I feel like from what I've been seeing on on Twitter or or just in in talking to people. That's a big problem league wide. That the, there's there everybody's flopping on everything now. Yeah, I think in this postseason, Giannis, I think it was twenty two or twenty three offensive fouls for a charge or something like. Most of it was charges because every time you hit somebody, they would throw their arms out and flop around like they just got hit by a car. Granted, well, he's, I mean, no, I, he's no small guy, but I still don't think that's the. I saw that uh, the last fifteen seconds of the last game that the Bucks won. The when I saw Drew Holiday save the well, I mean save it for basically the last two games, but yeah. I saw Marcus Smart throw himself on the ground when Holiday came with that clean steal to like ice the game. Oh, the half court steal. Yeah, the half court steal. And I was like, why is – how are you on the ground with that? Like – He's one of the worst ones on that team. He's one of uh, those that needs to be put on the ground. Like, if he's going to keep flopping, they need to give him a reason to be on the ground. Yeah. I. You know what, though? I. Uh, they did it in hockey a couple – I don't know how long ago they did it because I'm, I'm not as, as well-versed in hockey as a lot of other people are, but um, – I, I was watching the Capitals lose to the Panthers, and there was a uh, a penalty called for embellishment. One of the uh. one of the players like got hit and then like threw himself on the ground and like really like clearly was overreacting, and the ref was like, "Yeah, you didn't get hit that hard. Two minutes embellishment. Go sit in your box and think about what you did." Well, the NBA doesn't blow whistles for, like, flopping or things like that, but they will get fined. The NBA does find players later on, like, after games for flops. Well, they need to start calling them in the game. Then. Yeah. They need to They need to make the punishment. A, a free throw or something. Or they need and, to make it possession. Or maybe they need to start suspending. You know, start start hitting these players where it matters, the paycheck. You know, not you know, make it where it hurts. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna flop like an asshole, every possession. <laughs> well, with with it down to the it, it, 
it's the Heat Celtics versus uh, the Warriors and uh, oh wait, I guess the Suns Mavericks series is not over yet, right? No, that game is going to be on soon. Okay, who's going to win it all? Uh, I think it's going to be Golden State again. That's kind of what I was thinking. I think the Heat will take out the Celtics. I feel like Phoenix is going to be Dallas. I'd like to see Dallas go just because I don't like Phoenix. But I got, yeah, I think it's going to end up being Golden State. Do do you think we can get Tyler Hero on the podcast? No. He's a local boy. So surely somebody, surely one of somebody, somebody we know knows him, right? Dude, I doubt it. Maybe. Oh, okay. I mean, I said Jimmy Butler went to Marquette, but he's from Illinois. Well, if we he, don't want one of those flatlanders. Yeah, if he, if he hears what I say about it, what I say about Illinois, it's going to be out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to be spending the week in Kansas City. And then, just Jeremy, you're in a, at an anime convention next weekend. Yeah. I'll be in beautiful Rosemont, Illinois. Oh, so Flat maybe land, we Flatlandia. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have just spent all that time making fun of Illinois. But, ah, uh, we, we should. Whatever. Have. Uh, so we will be airing an interview next week. Um, also next week or the the next time the three of us are are together will be for Weird Al. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I'm almost I'm I'm pretty excited to see Emo Phillips as well, just because that guy's so weird. But I think I'm definitely more excited to see Weird Al again. Again, you've seen him before? Yeah, I've seen him. I saw him when I lived in Atlanta. I was in college. I went and saw him. And then when I lived in Florida, I went and saw him. So this will be the third time. Third time, third time to the charm. Both times, both times I saw him, he killed it. I mean, he's just he is so good. All right. Anybody got anything they want to add? I got a lot of nothing. Hmm. What's going on in the world of entertainment? Oh, well, there's that uh, Norm McDonald special coming out. Oh yeah, oh well. I mean, I I love Norm. I miss him. I think he's one. He is so underrated as a stand-up. Yeah, uh, I, I I think he's the the best late night or not late night. The best uh, news desk anchor for Saturday Night Live. That that dry delivery that he had was just so good. Yeah. Ah. So that'll be cool to see. Um, I think it's the first time that anyone's done something like this. So stand up. They've been doing that for a long time, buddy. <laughs> no. So did he? Time. Did he know he was about to die and film the special? Yeah. Okay. Because I know they talked about. They said it was a secret thing that he filmed, but I didn't know if it was just a secret thing he filmed and then. Like he died, and they were like, "Shit, did we actually release it?" Or like he he knew he was about to die, so like, I it. I think he filmed it in like when he first like pretty early on during the sickness, and then he like stashed it away, and he's like, "This is like a just in case I I can't like go live," and huh. yeah yeah, it'll be interesting, especially if that's how he did it, because he's he's a weird guy, so I can only imagine what's in there. Yeah. Uh, but it all start with them being like, by the time you see this, I will be gone. I know I know the next couple of weeks for the podcast is gonna get weird. Um because there's so many vacations coming up for at least two of us. Cause after Weird Al, like <laughs> is that why it's gonna get weird? <laughs> So we're gonna go well, see Weird Al. Well, we're no because I mean, ah. 
because I know there's a uh, there's a week and a half I'm out of town. I hope to I, I'm I'm I think I'm actually going to be able to get to the secret stash and TSD town. Nice. So I I don't know I know we have the one interview already I already did I need to get at least one more done, but I'm going to be stuck in Kansas for the week so I maybe will be able to get something done there. So all that's right. neither here nor there. So, all right, I guess if we don't have anything else, um, if you make awesome shows like Mr. Mayor and then cancel them, just remember, stupid never walks alone. <laughs> just one. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes and VCRs and video rental stores? Is the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? If you want to go back to school, back to the future, or even back to the beach, then the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast is for you. I'm Tim Williams, the creator and host, and on each episode, I'm joined by a guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first-time watch memories, iconic scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast.